Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, on to the Brizzy Broncos. Uh, really, really interesting squad, the Brizzy Broncos, because obviously we went on that crazy run last year. So if you got three quarters away through the year, you'd be sitting there going, this, this squad is like, really could be the next, it essentially could be the Cowboys or the Sharks. That's, that's where they should have been landing like this year. But because of the massive fallout at the end of last year, it's just, it could be a disaster. You don't know because... The, the rate at which they fell out of the eight and all the drama surrounding everything and, you know, off-field, rah-rah-rah. Squad on paper is extremely exciting. But the concern at the Broncos, and it has been for quite a while, is they've had the squad on paper. Uh, you know, outside of, obviously, they haven't had a guy like Reynolds at the club, you know, last couple of years. Now, Reynolds arrives, that changes a little bit. But when I look at the squad, it's an exciting squad. But can they put it together? That is a question. And are they all on board? Is the coach, the staff, the admin, the team, are they all as one and really truly believe that they are on the, going in the same direction? They're such an interesting side because if you would have said to me in the preseason of last year, Broncos finishing ninth, is that a win? I would have said 100%. Yeah. But then we got to the end of the season, they were ninth, and I was incredibly disappointed because they showed throughout the year that their ceiling is so much higher. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to put your finger on what happened at the back end there. I, something had to happen. Some, mate, some, that just doesn't happen to that, teams. No, what, like to just completely implode like that, yeah. there had to be a specific moment. I mean, we've got no evidence of it. I've got no inside information, guys, so I'm, don't, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it before. Going from a team that was like almost taking the, the NRL by storm where you were going – wow, this, this team could maybe even mix it with Penrith at their best. Like, they're young, they're enthusiastic, they're explosive. Reynolds has got the ball on a string. To all of a sudden, like, this team could win the spoon they're playing that poorly. And that, and that was the thing. When they were going good, it was the same every single week. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a different brand of footy every week and they were throwing the ball. Like, they were... And they were super tough. They were tough. And they, and they were one of the more consistent sides in the competition for a while there. Like, I, I remember... Probably gave you the um, kiss of death. But I remember sitting here saying, you yeah. know what you're going to get every week with Brisbane now? And then the opposite happened for the last eight weeks. They lost to the Tigers and then it was just, just like absolute schmozzle. No, sorry, they lost to the Eels or something? Cowboys? Uh, anyway, they lost to someone that they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. And it was just a disaster after yeah. that. Um, you know, but we're, we're previewing a squad. So we, I guess we've just got to try and balance that in. When I look at their backs... I get super, super excited. Katoni Staggs, Corey Oates, Herbie Farmworth, 
Um, Reese Walsh at the back, Selwyn Cobbo. I mean, we've got guys like Mariner, who's a young gun coming through. Deloitte Huda came in and played, uh, Halter came in and played fantastic. Jesse Arthurs is, is a good depth um, signing. Tessie New may not even make the starting 17. Like, it is a top, top, top tier back squad. Like, you, you couldn't honestly ask for much more. Um, you know, you've got a guy like Pereira, who is fucking on his day is really, really good. Um, then you go to the forwards and you've got Pierre Cora, a lot of potential. Corey Jensen was absolutely fantastic for most of the year for the Broncos. Jordan Riki struggling to find his potential, but we know he has a lot of potential. Palacia, uh, Palacia, obviously with the Titans, but again, when Haas was out last year, he was fantastic. Hetherington, again, we could go through the list, but like on paper, it's way more balanced than it was two years ago. Like I cannot express... Two years ago, we were sitting there going... This is super unbalanced, this squad. They've got no halves. They've got no nine. What's going on? Fast forward now, Ezra Mam, one of the most exciting young sixes coming up in the um, comp. They've got Jock Madden, a perfect signing for depth. We'll put pressure on Ezra Mam to make sure that, you know, everyone knows that Ezra Mam, attacking-wise, you could make the case that he's the most exciting attacking six in the, young six in the comp. But the good thing about Jock Madden is is that what Jock Madden doesn't have in attack, he'll force Mam to have in defence by by putting pressure and saying, okay, yeah, okay, you might have this incredible ball running game, but if you don't make sure that everything else is sorted, they may pick me over you because they just want a steady six there to do the job. Guru, what do you think about the Brizzy Broncos squad? Just when you have a look through that squad, like how important is it to have a Jock Madden? Just oh, when you look at it, massive. you just go, okay, if you have an injury in the halves, which you probably will at some point, you've got a guy that can come in and just do a job. Yeah. Not going to let you down. He's just going to do a job. And there's so many teams you could do with having a Jock Madden in their side. Um, I really like it, mate. We've got a, um, a best 17 sort of up in front of us here. And it's a it's a strong squad. I, I think that they can be successful. I, I love Reese Walsh going there. I well, know. This, is back, this back five, Walsh, Oates, Farmworth, Staggs, Cobbo. Wild. Yeah. And, you, you know, you consider I think Corey Oates played his best footy last year since he has probably since they were in the grand final. Yeah, uh, Farmworth was sensational. I think he can add a little bit more to his game, but the running game is just... And he was injured most incredible. of the year last year, but at the yeah. World Cup, he was absolutely sensational. Great, yeah. Uh, Katoni Staggs. I, should, I hope this is the year. Yeah, I feel like we're still just... Way, I love Staggs. I just... But every year I get so excited and it just... He's, he's always solid, but I just feel like he's got another two levels in him. Easy. Easy. Um, and Cobo, obviously... Crazy that this was the kid we were watching in the Q Cup Grand Final not that long ago. All yep. of a sudden, he's playing for Queensland, and there was a period there where we were saying he will probably be in the Kangaroo squad. Yep. Like, yeah, the backs are incredible. Ezra, man, what a find he's been. Just to pluck a kid like him that, and you know, we, we all of us have seen it so many times. Q Cup, New South Wales Cup, all the highlights in the world gets yeah. the first grade, bright lights, nothing. Yeah. He, he matched it like some of the some of the plays he came up with last year. His high end potential is tremendous, and a guy like him that came in with so many highlights. Normally, he would worry me in his second year, but having Reynolds with him that gives him me a lot of confidence. Yeah, and I it, like glass half full thinking. The fact that they finished so poorly with Ezra Mam will make him think I'm not a shoe in for this spot. <clears throat> yep. And also the fact they went out and signed Madden, even though I think internally the Broncos aren't like, you know, yeah, we're replacing Mam. It's still as a young fellow, you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, it's not as, as set as I thought it was. Timmy, what do you reckon about the squad? Yeah, look, we're, we're looking at a 
genuine top four, maybe top six, being a bit more conservative squad here on paper. And we saw that for the vast majority of last year. And one thing I learned from last year that I'll never doubt again is just the impact of off-field drama. And just uh, the Broncos had one of the great bed shits. Uh, mainly with Jersey Gate, did the same a couple of years before the Dragons with Barbecue Gate. <laughs> but they, like, teams come back from these things and we'll just not win a game of football. It's yeah. incredibly impact. I think mainly I was saying that, you know, Desi Hazler will get the boys going, they'll be, they'll be fine. I think Guru sort of said, oh, I'm not so convinced and I don't know if they won a game in the back end of the season. And this Broncos, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's got everything. In terms of balance, it has youth, it has attacking upside, it has depth in every position. Um, you can't knock it one bit. It has strike power and flair. Like you, Some people will be saying, oh, you know, we want to make the top eight and play finals football. If I'm a Broncos fan, I'm sitting there going, no, no, like we can play top four with the squad that we're going to be running out this season. There are very few chinks in it. Uh, if they can get any off-field, potential off-field dramas sorted, it's you'd be very excited going into the season. Yeah, it is it is an incredible squad. It's, it's a top four squad in my opinion. Um, the only bit where I'm like... It's the number nine position. Mm, yeah, that's the only spot where I'm like, you know, Billy Walters is. This is essentially what his second year as a, a full time number nine. Um, you've got Corey Pakes, who is more of a, a an impact fourteen number nine player, but like genuine number nines when we compare to Abby Corrissau, Reid Marnie, Harry Grant, Benny Hunt when he plays there. You know, all those top tier number nines. Maybe Billy can get there because you know get a few more years under his belt in that nine role. But the, the only concern, or the biggest concern, well, two concerns, is the off-field stuff. And it's also, we aren't anywhere closer to knowing who is going to start at number nine for the Brizzy Broncos. And got a guy like Moser, Blake Moser, is probably too far away at the moment for 2023 to become the guy. 2024, different story. Moser, he's a out-and-out nine, played nine for Queensland. You know, doesn't mean he's definitely going to kick on and do things, but when you're talking about like having an actual number nine as your number nine, Moser is the only one in that that you know the hookers they have in their squad. Um, in saying that, we look back to the preseason <coughs> last year. It was a similar narrative to Ezra Mann as far as all their halves went. Had mm. all these guys to choose from, and he was the young guy. So I just uh, I think very similar to what it was last year with their halves watching all those preseason trials and trying to play musical fucking chairs with their halves. I think the nine and the fourteen jersey is going to be very similar. I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Blake Moser does become a little bit more relevant faster than what we're anticipating. Yeah, I can see towards the end of the year. Mm. I just think it. Yeah, start of the year. Like, when did? Can you check when Ezra Mann made his debut and then stayed in the side? Maybe it might be similar timing to him because it was about mid-year, wasn't it? When Ezra Mann eventually got the gig. That'd be my guess. It was right around Origin. Right? Yeah. yeah. That 12, 13 or so. Yeah, so he debuted Ezra Mam in round 11, and he was pretty much stayed until round 24. Yeah, yeah. So, so potentially, I will say, though, being in the middle at number nine as so young, that's a bit more of a hurdle than being yep. a six outside Reynolds. Um, but hey, don't get me wrong, as, as a Broncos fan, if Moser can, Moser can progress quicker than we thought, if you've got a young gun of Moser, Mam, and then your Reynolds and Reese Walsh, all of a sudden the spine is like, it, A, it's sorted for the next whatever years. B, when Reynolds retires, you, you know exactly what you need. You need to go out and find a structured seven to just get the job done. Um, interesting in regards to their, their – so they lose Pal- Palacia, 
Brendan Piacora, he's got a lot of potential. They've got Rabadi that's got a lot of potential. Do you see a world in which their forward pack changes at all towards the end of the year? Yeah, I, I think throughout the season it will. I, I think especially your bench could change up a little bit. Like Corey Jensen's another one. I thought he was really impressive last year. I, in my mind, before I wrote it down, I thought oh, he'll be in the side somewhere. Yeah, uh, which, which is a great sign um, of a good team. But like, I also like TC Rabadi. I really like him. I, um, Xavier Willison. I think he's been unlucky with injuries the last yep. few years. He's, he can play as well. He's still really young too. Big, yeah. big, big boy. So, mate, you, you've got options. You've got plenty of options there. Um, great coverage as far as depth goes. Does Tyson Smoothie come out of the woodwork for a nine? Is well, he he's the other one that I think is worth watching. He got Q Cup Player of the Year. Uh, sorry, um, Hooker of the Year last year. So he's one to watch. And you know, as we said, if Moser and if Smoothie can sort of start to develop and start to get closer to it, it also pushes up. Walters and Pakes for them to go, fuck, this isn't our jersey. Yeah. Mate. So you, you love to have... Competition for four positions there. I just, I'm really worried that Brisbane, despite this great squad, if they play musical chairs with the nine all year, so like, name me a good, successful team that's changed nines all years. It just yeah. doesn't happen. It's funny how depth in a position can be so counterproductive at times, particularly when all the players are on a similar level, like we saw with the three hookers last season because they kept chopping and changing and it just achieved nothing for them. Mm. There's no sort of cohesion around that area. This season, and it's not something that you can preempt going into round one, but this pack should be pretty dominant and get on top of a lot of opposition. In which case, I think someone like Smoothie or even uh, Blake Moser, who's obviously a lot younger to his hooking counterparts there, could come in and, you know, it's not that hard a role to play. You sit there, you dish early quality clean service to Reynolds and Man, which is what they need, um, assuming they're up to the standard defensively and can hold their own. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not so surprised, so I wouldn't be so surprised if either of those two did start in round one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how it'll pan out, but I'd... I'd like to see just an out-and-out out nine in there. Yeah, yeah I sure. personally don't think that Walters or Pakes has done enough that if Moser and Smoothie are the best in pre-season mm. that they automatically get it. For sure. Well, how old's yeah. Moser? We're talking like 19 or something. Yeah, or 19. Proper yeah. young. He's young. He's young as anything. And and Smoothie to get the Q Cup hooker of the year, like that's not easy like, at all to do. At all. 23. Like, I guess we have to ask, Moser's 23? No, Smoothie's 23. Oh, really? Yeah, so maybe he's the man. Maybe he's the guy because... When you think about it, and, and maybe Billy Walters could have, but could Billy Walters have won Hooker of the Year in Q Cup? He probably would have been a six in Q Cup. Probably, yeah. Um, he probably would have you know, killed it at six for sure, no doubt. But would he won number nine? And so yeah. I wonder whether Smoothie might be the guy that Smokey that sneaks in there. And that's the other thing about Smoothie. He's come through that storm system under Grant. Brandon Smith, Cameron Smith, all those guys. So, not bad pedigree. And Billy Billy Walters is also a great fourteen. I think. Um, he's a, I think he's a fantastic league. fourteen. Yeah, so, you know, maybe it could be a setup where you, you you play Billy Walters for the first twenty, particularly the first few rounds. If you were bringing, um, say, Smoothie through, mm. take the sting out early, and then just play him as the bench utility. Yeah, because but, as, you know. So it doesn't really. It's actually pretty hard to find Blake Moses' age, but he was in the under nineteens last year. So. So it's probably 20. 19 or 20 or something. 19 or 20. Um, and and I, like, I like Walters at 14 because I felt like he did bring some impacts in some games off the bench. Plus, it covers – because right now, if you had Corey Pakes at 14, 
I mean, technically, you could argue it still covers everything because Walters can move into the halves if someone gets injured. But then you're also making either Corey or Walters play 80 minutes, essentially, mm -hmm. which is a tough gig. Um, so, yeah, look, the, so that, that's a concern, number nine. See how they go. I think Smoothie's a genius buy, an absolute genius buy. Other concern is the off-field stuff. I think that's their biggest hurdle is because these things like if it was just like a little hiccup and then they got back on the bike and they didn't make the eight but they got back on the bike and play well but they literally just completely fell off a cliff and that stuff doesn't get fixed without an honesty session and all that kind of carry on like i mean look at the canberra raiders it required ricky and the senior players to legit sit down and say what's the issue let's sort it out so i'm hoping the broncos have done that and they haven't just tried to be like no no it's all good we just you know you got tired or whatever um some huge huge positives uh, Paddy Carrigan playing for Australia, you know, he's absolutely the club's next captain. Tommy Flegler had the best year of his career last um, season. Payne Haas, another year, you know, he just went down with an ankle injury, but it's not serious, so there's nothing to worry about there. He also had an entire off-season to rest, Payne Haas as well. He didn't have to go out and play uh, World Cup footy. A forward pack that starts with Haas and Flegler, is a pretty scary forward pack, in my opinion. Like, really, really scary forward pack. And I think that's the big slipped-on thing about the back end of your season. I think your last 10 games, Carrigan played four of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's massive loss. Massive loss. Huge loss. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Kurt Catewell's going to have a much bigger year. So I, th I found out later in the year that he was playing, like, the back end of the season. He needed a either a shoulder reconstruction or his shoulder was completely busted or something and like that. And that's why he struggled a little bit it towards showed, the end of the year. Yeah. yeah, he really struggled with like, you know, a few missed tackles and all that, which is so hard to do because like, don't get me wrong, I understand the, the, the reasoning of once you cross the right line, there is no excuses. But at the end of the day, there's a reality, there's facts. And if your shoulder's busted, the chances of making a lot of tackles, it's pretty tough. So I hope he bounced back. I think this is a, a huge year for Ricky. I really do. I think at the moment, for so many years, we've been not for so many years, for at least a year or two, we've been floating on what he could be. I think it's time for him to really step up and become what he... what He he needs to become an impactful player on the edge for the Brizzy Broncos because we've got too many good edge back rowers that aren't playing first grade um, that are putting pressure on him. Putting pressure on him. Needs to be a massive year from Ricky, in my opinion. Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But yeah, like, like squad balance, everything, it's the best it's looked in a very long time. Arguably best it's looked since Wayne Bennett left the club, probably. I was just about to say, it's the first time in a while that I've looked at a Broncos team and gone, like, fuck, there is competition. Unless your name is Adam Reynolds, there is competition for every single position in this side. Literally. You know, Herbie has a bad run. You've got Jesse Arthurs there. You've got Hoyter. You've got Mariner. 
um, even Jesus. though you know what I mean like so you've got many so many options there's there. this kid there too this Ethan I think it's Kwai Ward he hasn't played first grade yet he's another really he's been going well, really good in Q Cup the fact so. that he's in the first grade squad yeah means he must be fucking good yeah um, you know so really really exciting times like really exciting times for the for the Rizzy Broncos it's just a matter of getting it all on the field and you've had a look at the guys that they've lost you know I go through you know the guys that I think they'll miss the most, probably um, Tamara Martin, who at the start of last year, we weren't even sure what he yeah. was going to bring. And probably Zach Hoskins, who I didn't know who he was at the start of last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. But when you've got guys like um, Rabadi, Piacora, yep. you hope that they can fill that gap. Um, of That's losing. what I'm saying, though. Like yeah. At least their losses. I don't think any of those guys are catastrophic losses. Yeah, either. agreed, agreed. Um, so, look, really exciting for the Broncos, but... They're truly a side where it's not the it's not on paper. It's about whatever is going on off the off the field. If that isn't sorted, we could see an absolute disaster. Like it is, the if they if they you know come tenth, eleventh, or twelfth, that is an unmitigated absolute disaster with this squad. Unless they get absolutely decimated by injury or whatever. But when you look at this on paper compared to some of the other squads, they should make the eight, in my opinion. What do you reckon, Guru? Yeah, I've got them. Probably six to ten, maybe. Timmy? Around that mark. Oh, anything less than top eight would be a huge disappointment. I, I, I'd have them... Um, I think they should be sitting around five to eight, definitely. And I don't think it's unre- unrealistic at all to say third or fourth. Yeah. I really don't. Well, where they can finish that, for sure. Um, with you guys, I reckon anything out of the top eight would be a fail for this team. I think it's... We all have a lot of reasons he bias me included. They only lost one more game in the regular season than the Rabbitohs and, and Raiders last year. Like, they were... That was so good for three quarters of the year. Obviously, they fell off, but I mean, surely that won't happen again, right? Like this team is definitely a top eight team, and it's as you said, it's even more balanced this year. So, yeah, I reckon if they don't make the finals, it's a complete fail. Yeah, agreed. Anything outside, anything not top eight for me is a disaster. Like unless there's you know massive injuries in key positions, this this squad is like Selwyn Cobbo just sitting on a sting. Reese Walsh. Has he hit superstar status yet? As in, you know, no. But, I mean, he's got all the makings of an incredible ball-playing fullback. Um, Tony Staggs, origin player. Herbie Farmworth, gun. Like, one of their best for the last few years. Uh, Their depth is incredible. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully they can sort out whatever was the drama off-field, if there was a drama. Um, But I think if there wasn't a drama, that's a drama in itself. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the fact that they can just well, do that, that. That, that. That's a good point, isn't it? Like, you'd want to hope there was something. That happened. Pretty yeah. fucked up that happened there, or there's a lot more question marks. Yeah, otherwise they're, they're lazy. They're a lazy squad. Like, they'll just turn it off and say, yeah, fuck it, boys, we're packing her in, which is concerning. But I, I, I doubt it. I, it's, it's too crazy not to. They're all professionals. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 